Please be advised that Haunted Friends the podcast is an adult program and explicit language will be used. Hi, my name is Danny and this is Haunted Friends the podcast. Hi, I'm Tanya and every week we will be interviewing friends who have had paranormal experiences. We are not experts and we are not here to prove or disprove any of their accounts. We are simply serving as a forum for our friends to share their experiences no matter how fantastic they may seem. friends welcome back to season two episode three of haunted friends the podcast this week we are going to share a couple of short true account stories with you hope you enjoy them the first story i would like to share with you is from cameron confefe called ghost recruits i honestly don't know how to put this or where to begin and now that i think of it i don't know who would believe me this happened two years ago when i enlisted in army and did basic training at fort benning georgia at the beginning of the cycle, it seemed normal, nothing out of the ordinary, until white face had started. I would only share four experiences to avoid this being too long, so I hope some of you would like these stories. The first experience happened on a day when I was a battle buddy for one of my friends, who had passed out due to the heat. Because of this, he had to stay in the bay for a little while. We were on the other end of the bay that had 55 bunks in it. My roster number was 340 and he was 342. So we were sitting by our bunks talking about random stuff, when out of the blue, one of the locks on the 301's locker jingled out of nowhere. Now keep in mind, we are the only ones in the bay, four others were out training. We stopped what we were talking about, and he asked me to go check it out. I said no, but we decided to check under the beds to see if anyone else was in the bay, but of course, no one was there. The second incident happened one night when I woke up around 1am. I slept on the bottom bunk, and the way I slept, I had my head facing the middle of the bay. In front of our bunks was a blue tape line where we would have to line up for different purposes. So I woke up and looked towards the middle and thought I saw outlines of people walking back and forth. I thought I saw at least four to five people pass by my bunk. I hopped out of bed, threw on my boots, and began to tow the line. Then the fire guard came up to me and asked, what exactly was I doing? I told him what I saw and he told me that no one else was awake and that I should go back to sleep. The third incident happened a few nights after the second one. Again, I woke up around 1am, but this time it was different. I didn't see anyone walking around. Instead, I physically saw a shadow figure sitting at the edge of my bunk. I knew it wasn't one of the others because it was a pitched dark figure, like darker than the darkness of the room. I just kind of froze up and tried getting the attention of the guy next to me, but he wasn't having it. Eventually, the figure slowly faded away. The last experience is not too serious, but still weird. One day, I was in the latrine and shaving, getting ready for the day before anyone else had woken up. Then all of a sudden, all the motion-activated paper towel machines went off one by one. I checked to see if anyone had come in, but knowing nobody did, because I would have heard the door and the footsteps. I guess I was just trying to convince myself that there was an explanation. So these are the four weird and creepy things that happened to me in basic. For disclosure, I'm not crazy. 
I do not know how to explain any of this. I mainly credit it to the stress that was getting to me. I'm not the only one who have had experiences. These are just my personal ones. Even the drill sergeants had experiences of their own. We were all sitting around listening to the drill sergeant give us a brief. Then, out of nowhere, the fan in the back of the room turned on, and he looked at us dead serious and told us that the bay was haunted. We all laughed because we thought it was a joke, but he told us that he would be in there alone and would hear voices when no one was around. Then I asked my other drill sergeant, and he asked me, what have I seen and heard? So I told him, and he said he hasn't seen anything, but other cycles before us have reported the same things. So are there ghost recruits wandering around the training areas that couldn't handle the pressure? Thank you, Cameron, for sharing your experience from basic training with us. That's really interesting. I wonder why there would be ghost recruits in that facility. Could there have been some type of incident that might have happened in that facility causing the deaths of a number of recruits? Or perhaps it's the emotions and stress of the recruits trapped there through the years that are causing some type of energy to manifest itself. If you find out any history about the facility that you think might be a factor, please let us know. If you have stories you want to share with us, please send them to us by emailing your story to contact at hauntedfriendsthepodcast.com. We look forward to reading them. If you like our podcast, please be sure to write us a review on Apple Podcasts or any of the platforms where you get your podcasts. And please don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at HFTP underscore podcast. Now, Tanya's going to share a story with us from Finkel's Einhorn called Phone Call from My Deceased Father. Four years after my dad died, I was going through an amicable divorce or so it seemed at the time. I was actually happier than I had been in a decade and was looking forward to the future. One morning I woke up and grabbed my cell phone off the charger and I walked through towards the kitchen. Just as I was going to swipe to open it, a phone call came through, but all it said was incoming call and didn't show a name or number. I was already mid-swipe, so I got the call answered. And I put it to my ear and said, hello? The reply was, hey girl, in my dad's voice. It sounded like my dad anyway, and it sounded like he was very far away. I was completely caught off guard, but at the same time I was cool and calm. I said, daddy? He said, yes, I don't have a lot of time, but I wanted to make sure you were okay. I said, I'm fine, are you okay? He said he was fine. Then he said, I have to go now. I will call again. I love you. I said, okay, daddy, I love you. And I'll talk to you later. He said bye, and then there was silence. I took the phone away from my ear and it had gone back to the home screen. And when I looked for the call log, the call did not appear. I couldn't figure it out and I thought about it constantly. A week later, my soon-to-be ex came into my home and started kicking things and ranting, and I tried to close the bedroom door to shut him out. But just as I was doing that, he shoved it open and injured my hand. When he saw me, he grabbed my phone and called 911 and quickly left. He never came back after that night, but I stayed on high alert after that, and I finally installed an alarm system just in case he ever decided to break in. The day after my ex did that, I told my mom about the call from dad the week before and about my ex coming into the house the night previous. 
She said that my dad never trusted my ex and always thought that he had done something years ago that hurt me on purpose, even though at the time he had thought it had just been an accident. My dad never said a word about this to me, about his feelings towards my husband, so it was completely news to me. The best we could speculate was that my dad was worried that my ex was going to hurt me, so he called to check on me. It was just weird that we never acknowledged the elephant in the room like, hey, you're dead, or hey, I think your ex is a sneaky, dangerous person who is wishes to harm you. I guess if my dad ever calls again, I'll know there will be something that he wants me to know, so I plan on asking more questions instead of being dumbfounded by the phone call from the dead. Thanks, Finkel's Einhorn, for sharing your story with us. And if your father ever calls again, please let us know. Maybe you should come up with a list of questions to ask him so that you would be ready for the next time he calls. Next, we have a story from Animal Cracker 666 and it's called A Woman's Spirit Attached to Me for Several Years. So, this was like eight years ago when all this happened. But I definitely had an experience that I'll never forget. It was never creepy, it was just strange. After my son was born, my son's mom, her best friend and I, moved into a fairly small apartment together. A few months in, her best friend and I had strange dreams about the same woman. In her dream, she didn't let the woman in the house, but in my dream, I did, for I saw she had a baby. I believe this was the reason behind the attachment. After the dreams, weird things started to happen around the apartment. My son's toys would go off without having batteries in them, and we'll see shadows once in a while. At one point during Christmas time, we had a little tree that we bought, and we had placed a box that came in on top of the TV. One day, we were hanging out watching TV, and suddenly, the box tipped off the TV as if it was about to fall, but then swayed back to its original spot. It was super trippy. Cut to a year later, my son, my son's mom and I moved to a new apartment. Strange things continued to happen, and even one night at my mom's house, which is quite a ways away from my apartment. I was lying on the spare bed, and I literally felt and saw the bed sink in like someone was laying down next to me. It was the craziest thing. I've always had experiences since I was a kid, so I think in my head I already knew it was paranormal, but definitely my son's mom's friend going through the weirdness during the same time was what sold me. I don't know if she had these types of experiences beforehand, but even she believed there was something else. It's been years so I can't remember what she went through. She also had seen a shadow of a woman walk down our hallway when she visited our new apartment and believed it was my son's mom, but his mom was actually in her room getting ready for them to go out. The hallway was where the spirit seemed to stick around a lot of the time. We definitely questioned ourselves, trying to find the logic of certain things. That's what prompted me to check if batteries were in my son's toys, which there wasn't, and to check if there was a breeze when a Christmas tree box tipped, but no windows or doors were open in the house. Once the dream started, I knew there was no other explanation. My son would see her too. When he was really young, he would lay on his back and kick rapidly and laugh as if he saw one of us or just someone he liked. His mom told me that several times he would turn and face absolutely nothing and do this, as if he was seeing somebody who was playing with him. This is actually how I knew the spirit wasn't malevolent, because kids definitely know when something's up. Strangely enough, she just faded away after a while. I think the last time I strongly felt her presence was before the time when me and three friends were trying to get something to happen in my apartment. Two of them were huge skeptics, and I've been telling them about my experiences, 
Nothing ended up happening, and after that, she was just kind of gone. Somewhere that night, I must have cut the tie. I never did figure out who she was. I do remember her being very pretty with long dark hair, and in the first stream, she had a baby, which was why I let her in the house to begin with. It's been too long to remember details, but she did have a face whenever she was in my dreams. It hasn't happened since I moved out of my apartment years back, so I'm not too worried. Honestly, it was never malevolent. I remember one day specifically while my son's mom was in Colorado. I guess it would be good to mention that me and her weren't together at this point. We just lived together for our son. My son was born premature, and from this he had a G-tube, so his machine would beep when his feeding was done. I was in the living room playing video games, and suddenly I heard the doorknob turning rapidly. I stood up because it sounded like it was coming from my son's room. I walked down the hallway, where I heard it again. I entered his room, and he was sound asleep, but his machine was beeping. I didn't even hear it from the living room. Later that day, same thing. Doorknob was turning again, and when I went back there, he was awake and waiting for me. It was as if she was letting me know that my son needed me. Surprisingly enough, my son's mom didn't experience much other than my son looking off at what we assumed was a spirit and the toys in a box. So I don't know if she ever really came full circle to realizing what was happening. Thanks, Animal Cracker Six Six Six, for sharing your story. It definitely seemed like she was a non-threatening spirit and seemed very protective of your son. Do you think maybe she faded away because at some point she realized that your son no longer needed her protection? And finally, our last story is from Will and Caitlin, called "My Girlfriend Was Standing by the Window and Sleeping Next to Me." 3:04 a.m. This literally just happened. My girlfriend and I went to bed at a normal time after a night of video games and Thai food. Some background is that we both, but more so she, suffers from chronic nightmares. Now I'm a light sleeper, so the softest noise would have me up and awake. She was experiencing her second nightmare of the night and was softly moaning, so I turned over my bed to gently wake her. That's when I noticed her standing by the window that is set up near the side of her bed. Facing a mirror that's on the adjacent wall, I couldn't make out any particular features besides her very distinguishable messy bun that she had worn to bed, as it was very dark in my room and not a lot of light was shining through the closed blinds of the window. I realized something was still very off, as I would have definitely noticed if she would have gotten out of bed. I stared at what I thought to be my girlfriend, and it didn't move or make any sound, but I could still hear the sound of my girlfriend having a nightmare. And suddenly, I realized she was actually right next to me, laying in bed. At that terrifying realization, I said, "Oh my effing god!" and quickly reached to turn on the lamp. As soon as the light came on, the figure vanished. So I turned my focus to my girlfriend, who was just waking up from her nightmare, calming her down and explaining what I just saw. We're awake now, just searching the internet and trying to think of a rational explanation besides sleep paralysis, because I was definitely awake at the time I spotted the figure. My girlfriend is joking that we need a blessing of the house because, yup, it's haunted. We've both experienced strange things happening since I moved into this house last year. That was built in 2006. A few months ago, she, despite being a very rational individual, also heard male voices laughing, whispering, and thumping sounds outside my kitchen window when I was away on business. She almost called the cops, despite me having a state-of-the-art security system. And there being no sign of anyone being in the house with her, besides my dog who was fast asleep at her feet, I've also experienced finding doors that I know for an absolute fact that I had previously shut opened in my home. My house doesn't feel organized unless all the doors are shut, so this was very unsettling for me. My fire alarm went off, one beep, despite there being no fire and having new batteries. 
Any ideas as to what is going on? We are both minor believers of the paranormal, but want to find a rational explanation as to what these experiences were, and especially curious as to what the figure by the window could have been. Does this mean I have two girlfriends now? Thanks Will and Caitlin for the story. I'm not sure if you have two girlfriends now, but you definitely have something. We've had a few interviews from season 1 where people have seen mimics, or something that would imitate someone that you know. Perhaps that's what you saw. Or it might also be possible that Caitlyn was astral projecting and didn't even know she was doing that, and you were actually seeing her astral body in the room. Please let us know if you have any other similar experiences in the near future. Thank you everyone for listening. Again, please subscribe to our podcast and write us a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcasts. Also, follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at HFTP underscore podcast. So follow us on social media, but don't follow us home. Bye, ghost. <laughs>